Welcome to the CTG Nation podcast, episode 26. Definitely pulling a last minute episode. Still half dressed from work. Working all night. My notes are on a three by five. Right in the rain, piece of paper. After I did some research the last like hour of shift. Got my adult beverage before I go night-night, but I wanted to talk about some stuff that happened this week, and I'm always going to drop an episode on Mondays and Thursdays, no matter what. It'll be easier once Bobby's back in town and our schedules schedules are a little easier, <clears throat> but so this one's going to be more of the uh, kind of current events type episode. Uh, hope you enjoyed episode 25 with Corey from, uh, from Valkyrie talked a lot of, talked about a lot of serious stuff, talked about, uh, a lot of indirectly funny stuff. Um, hence what we ended up calling the episode. Um, and that caught actually some people's attention <laughs> from Sumter that we know. Um, so got some new listeners there, which, which is great. So first um, kind of headline we're going to hit on um, is the uh, release of Bill Cosby, which I thought um, was a little interesting, but not surprising because of uh, because of his age, how the sentencing went. Um, a lot of um, a lot of the cases during the Me Too were kind of interesting because it's like how can you prosecute somebody from something that happened years in the past with zero evidence um you have people coming forth that you know maybe some of it was true maybe some of it was lies um like i said bill cosby is a old feeble man now and i know he admitted to doing those things but I like having evidence, not some old guy just admitting that he did something or, you know, just just testimony because that's like the least reliable source of evidence is coming straight from a human because humans can be altered and influenced and if you got, you know, video or DNA and stuff along those lines it's just way easier to prosecute literally anything but anyway me too was interesting so so he was actually only um i think he was only going to be in there for like five years anyway um so The Pennsylvania Supreme Court on Wednesday vacated comedian Bill Cosby's sexual assault conviction and ordered that he be released from prison. The state's highest court ruled that Cosby was denied his Fifth Amendment right against self-incrimination. So that's pretty back to basics why they're uh, why they're releasing him. I mean, you know, pleading the fifth. Um, So the Pennsylvania Supreme Court put out like a, a way bigger statement on this. So I'm just reading this from a uh, for just from one of the news sources we like to use. Um, 
So basically, he just wasn't advised of his rights correctly. <laughs> I mean, that's all. That's part of of Miranda rights. Um, so I find that very interesting how they brought that all the way back to just basic rights. Um, so during all this, it denied the defendant the uh, the benefit of a decision and effort to. Uh, to affront to fundamental fairness, um, particularly when it results in a criminal prosecution that was foregone foregone for many decades. Um, yeah, that time frame it's just it's just super sketchy. If he did or didn't do it, he said he did it. I mean, man, it's sticky. Um, so he's getting out literally because of the Fifth Amendment. Um, if anybody didn't know, he was found guilty three counts of felony, aggravated indecent assault in a highly publicized jury trial um, in 2018, beginning of 2018. Um, and then was sentenced to three to ten years in prison in September of the same year. Uh, the charges carried a maximum of 10 each. Um, so he kind of falls in that time frame for one of them. Um, he'd already settled for millions of dollars outside of court, but they they went forward with it. Um, which is kind of surprising. Usually people just get their money and bounce. Um, and we even see that on the most basic uh civil lawsuits, um, you know, just in a sheriff's office in South Carolina. Um, yeah, I don't really have, uh, much, much more to comment about it on that. I just think it's, uh, you know, just during the Me Too, even though I'm sure a lot of that did happen, uh, with cases even outside of the Bill Cosby case, um, it's just really hard when you don't have evidence from years and years ago. Um, that's why we always encourage everybody to, you know, contact us, contact somebody, um, when stuff happens immediately, uh, you know, crying, crying for help, or in some cases crying wolf decades later is just, I don't know what to do with that. So next down the list, old Donald Donald Rumsfeld passed away uh, this week. So he was, I I mean, everybody should know who this is, but two-time defense secretary, one time in the 70s. Uh, and then under under Bush Sr., uh, let's see, known as a skilled bureaucrat and visionary of a modern U.S. military. Um, that all kind of went downhill after Iraq um, and Afghanistan just kept on going forever. Um, so some people really like Rumsfeld. Some people don't like him because he kind of symbolizes just D.C., bureaucracy um 
I don't know. It, it's it's a mixed bag of you know kind of his his legacy that he's going to leave behind. Um, but he was in public service for a long, long time. And uh, even after retiring in 2008, he headed the Rumsfeld Foundation to promote public service and to work with charities that provide services and support for military families of wounded veterans. So, I mean, how can you argue argue with that? Um, but then some of his ties to getting us into the Iraq War, and, and y'all can read into that independently on your own, um, can get can get a little dicey. Um, I remember, I remember growing up beginning in GWAT and he was, he was on TV a lot and he was the beginning of it. He was very, uh, you know, very sharp and I don't know, just, I guess me being a a child, basically I was kind of impressed back then. Not as much now. Um, and then after the, I mean, after Obama took office, he, he kind of disappeared for a while. Um, so longtime bureaucrat dies this week. Um, yeah, so again, not much to say about that because I don't really agree with us going into Iraq. Another podcast for another time. Next, down my list. Um, so somehow, guns and racism is the uh, the reason for the rise in uh, violent crime across the country. Um, so more guns apparently makes people act out. We've been selling more guns than ever. Um, and then some of the racism that does or doesn't exist, um, you know, people are blaming on that. So this is in a, uh, this is in a poll with, I think it was between Yahoo, Yahoo News and YouGov. All right. So. Poll shows that Dems or Democrats blame guns and racism for crime spike. 37% think police are too tough on criminals. Well, I'll tell you, in our area, uh, we're not. <laughs> we arrest people when we need to, give tickets when we need to. And honestly, it... Uh, any of the problems are after the initial contact with law enforcement. I'll put it that way. Uh, so Democrats believe rising gun sales and systemic racism, which is bullshit, um, are to blame for the nationwide spike in crime. But they also think police are too tough on most criminals. Um, somebody throwing out a bunch of stats from this poll... Um, obviously percentage went up over the last year of Americans who believe that violent crime is a, is a big problem, uh, because it is, is on the rise in a lot of places across the country. Uh, let's see, let's give you some numbers here. All right. Only 45% of Democrats 
called violent crime a very big problem in May of 2021, but that number has jumped to 53% uh, through the end of July or through the end of June, Yahoo News reports. Republicans also felt the same way from 56% in May to 65% uh, through June. So same time frame. More stats for you. All right. Survey showed that 60% of Democrats thought the top reason for skyrocketing violent crime nationwide was rising gun sales. So literally people buying more guns to protect themselves in fear of crime is the reason for rising crime. If that sounds retarded, it's because it is. Um... Let's see more stats for you. On the other hand, 69% of uh, Republicans blame the radical justice movement, radical racial justice movement itself for what is happening across the country. So that's pretty broad. Uh, That's a big kind of, that's kind of disappointing. They just blame it all on that. Um, So it's coming from the left and right who who believes, you know, what's going on, what's the source of the rise in crime. Um, We've already talked about that a lot extensively in past episodes. Um, It's not on guns. It's not the men and women in blue being too tough on citizens. Um, It's literally society has been buttoned up in some places more than others for over a year now um you're taking away their jobs you're taking away their motivation um and that it's gonna it's gonna bust it's gonna bust like a like a volcano just that stress is going it has to get out some way and on a very primitive level that is going to be violence um So the article just keeps on going back and forth. And this is on the Police Tribune of, uh, and it even throws in the uh, just embarrassing quote um, from our, from our president. Um For y'all that didn't hear that, I'll kind of read from some of that. So this is uh, President Biden speaking, quote, The Second Amendment from the day it was passed limited the type of people who could own guns. That's incorrect. Um, and what type of weapons you could, you could own, which is also incorrect. You couldn't buy a cannon. Actually, in 1700, you could buy a fucking cannon. Um Historians have been unable to find any evidence that individuals couldn't buy cannons in the 1700s. No way. Because they had cannons on mercantile ships way back in the day because you had to defend yourself because there wasn't big-ass navies to defend yourself from pirates. Read a fucking book. All right. If you can't tell, I'm getting a little heated up about this. Then... He bumbled whatever he was trying to say and started mocking a quote from Thomas Jefferson. I don't know. Kind of an important guy. Those who say the blood of tyrants, you know, all that stuff about 
we're going to have to move against the government, President Biden continued. Well, the tree of liberty is not watered with the blood of patriots. The, pa- the president is referring to Thomas Jefferson's quote, which said, the tree of liberty must be refreshed from time to time with the blood of patriots and tyrants. And then he goes on to bumble about, if you want to take on the government, you're going to need F-15s and nuclear weapons. Yes, the President of the United States said that, which gives you absolutely more reason to go buy more guns and more ammunition if somebody in office is going to say some shit like that. All right. More dumb stuff from the side neck of President Biden. So, this is from Reason.com. Biden tells states to use COVID-19 relief funds to hire cops. Holy shit. So, my sheriff's office is taking advantage of this. Um, The money is going towards the people that worked during COVID, um, in the form of, uh, of a bonus. Um, and then our County passed a lot of, uh, pro law enforcement and, uh, well, not just law enforcement, but for County employees, a lot of, a lot of great, a lot of great benefits. And I'm very lucky where I work. Um, and this, this here just makes sense to me. Um, so is what he's referring to is using part parts of the $350 billion um, that was given out nationally through the American Rescue Plan, um, which they've, they've passed in, in a couple different forms. And is what he does is the president encouraged us to use those us law enforcement public service to pay for to hire more officers um and to pay for overtime holy shit that's actually something that makes sense weird um and it's 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 surprising and not surprising that he said that because he was the author of the crime bill in 94. Um, I talked about that two episodes ago. Um, So, and, and that gets back to the like traditional liberal that Joe Biden kind of used to be before we had to deal with all just like crazy left ideology. I mean, and that is countered by crazy right ideology. Don't get me wrong. Um, but he, he's kind of a crime hawk. Uh, you know, whatever his exact intentions are. I mean, back then there was the, the war on drugs, which is more or less failed. Um, or at least fallen out of fashion as this, as this article calls it. Um, So, I mean, he's about putting money into crime prevention, but 
he's getting kind of caught in a catch-22 with, um, it's like, oh, we want to fight crime, but then we're not going to like cops at the same time. It's just, it's just illogical. Um, so you'll see him kind of going back and forth on things. Um, but with some of that, he's encouraging us, um, to like focus on firearms and be not as pro two a it's, it's confusing. Um, I mean, I know where my personal stance is and I know where my, or where the stance is of the sheriff's office, especially here in South Carolina. So I'm not really worried about basically some of the bullshit that comes from that far up top and what the president says we should and shouldn't do. Um, I don't know. I just think it's interesting. He said to use that to hire more cops when part of the it's almost like part of the, the left's doctrine now is to be anti-police and make everything about race. Um, so yeah, just one more flip-flop from uh, from people up top. So no surprise there. Um, there was some other stuff that happened this week that I, I don't even want to address. Um, I think we're going to start, once Bobby gets back, we're going to have kind of a... Uh, clown of the week um segment um and he's kind of been doing that on his own personal page but i mean it was just there was a lot of more of the same out there just more stuff with like biden being anti-gun and saying all the crazy shit about the f-15s and nukes and then he's saying with the covid to pay for more cops well most cops are conservatives so fucking riddle me that batman and then some crap about the border. Oh, who's going to the border first? Is Kamala going to the border? Is Trump going to the border? Like, just more of the same. Some more anti-American athletes, you know, kneeling, turning their back to the flag, just whatever. Just just another day that's just not worth my time to even put, put on this nice little short podcast I'm putting together. Um, so I'm going to wrap it up with with some awesome stuff that's going on with companies we either do uh, do business with, we talk to them, they're local, we like them, we just want to push them just for the sake of it. Um, of course, we don't have any, these aren't sponsors or anything, it's just people we like to, we, we like to shout out. I mean, we only have the one sponsor with Anchor, and that's kind of forced um, because of their platform, and we love using their platform, and I've actually encouraged everybody at Valkyrie to do it, and some other people we're going to have <clears throat> on the podcast um, down the road, and I'll get I'll get to that, which is going to be kind of our next kind of planned, uh, planned kind of series, um, kind of like our Decline of Man um, was, was kind of a mini-series, which was very popular. Um, and we're going to do another one like that, but for that, um, so Sand Hills shooting, um, in Lugoff, South Carolina is back open literally today while I'm recording this after work on July 1st. Um, they had to, if y'all didn't listen to that episode, um, basically they got, uh, shut down for more or less safety reasons. Um, by surrounding 
concerns surrounding businesses. I'll kind of kind of water that down. Um, <clears throat> legitimate concerns was some of it was some bullshit. Some of it was probably not them. Um, whatever, they fixed it. They're open. Um, Miss Shara's being rowdy as ever <laughs> on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, and so they're going to be open, uh, here in the Midlands. So another, another gun range is back open. Um, and hopefully we'll get over there and do, do some shooting and networking very shortly. Um, next I finally bought some stuff. Well, I didn't buy it. It was, it was given to me, um, some awesome, uh, Training shorts from Combat Iron. They're out of Georgia. I believe they're out of Gainesville, not Gainesville, Florida. They're out of Gainesville, Georgia. Um, and they're they're awesome veteran company that that we just like their shit and we share it. I don't know any of them over there. I might not ever know any of them over there. Um, but their shit's great. And it's the best pair of shorts I ever had. Um and they've got like some really funny kind of vet law enforcement stuff. Next, I want to do a little shout out with uh, tactical deer, tacticalgear.com. Uh, one of our boys, I'm not going to drop his name because I'm not sure if he wants me to yet, but one of our boys just got on as a sales rep for tacticalgear.com. Um, that's just one of the tactical gear companies out there um that sells all kind of brands so um i used to know a lot more of those when i was in that business um me and jordan met um just dropped his name whatever um actually at another similar company like that um and he's getting back in the game um even though he was not a service member himself he loves the community and the gear and we're super excited uh, for him. So go check them out. So you'll be kind of supporting some of our boys and people we know. Um, <clears throat> then One Nation down in Somerville has been beating ass. Um, they're on Amazon now. Um, they've got a full-blown facility where they're roasting and selling stuff out of there. And they always go to the markets in Somerville. Um and they're just, they're just cranking out. They're just cranking out a lot of material. They've been growing significantly and that's kind of a South Carolina, uh, alternative to, to a veteran owned coffee company. Um, everybody knows BRCC. I still buy BRCC. I still buy other stuff. I still follow other stuff. Um, but one nation is a, um, if you want to go super local out of Charleston slash Somerville, they're there. Uh, Bobby knows them from going and doing some work in, in Charleston with his, um, national guard unit. Um, so if you go support them too, that would be fucking great. Um, lastly, hopefully, well, not lastly, cause I still want to talk about one more mini series we're going to put together here, but hope everybody has uh, some awesome plans for the fourth 
For y'all that don't know, remember that on the 4th, that's when we declared our freedom. Then we had to fight for it. Um, Some people say we finally won it in 1781. Some people say 1783. Uh, But, you know, wars didn't exactly end on one set day back then because you didn't have a cell phone to call somebody and be like, hey, bro, like, we're done. They won. We're done. Let's go home. Um, so we did not win it till the early 1780s for y'all that didn't know that. Um, and then lastly, kind of a series, um, I've been, I've been thinking about it. I've been talking about it. Um, I've had multiple female officers and, uh, law enforcement wives and military wives um, reach out to us or talk to us about it, um, even just in passing. Um, And we're going to do kind of a, I want to do a series um, to include um, Bible and Bullets uh, from the upstate um, and talk about that perspective um, and to continue growing with our kind of female audience. Um, as I said in the last episode, we're, we're basically down into the, uh, just the numbers are where I want them. Um, usually for this type of podcast, it's high 80 percentile for the male audience. Um, I got that down and by it's not necessarily just going down it's we just have more females listening where our audience is 25 percent female as of right now um which i like i didn't like that that high 80s and like right at 90 percent number um just because i mean i work with females every day i worked with females in the marine corps um you know, I think it's important for, you know, even, um, you know, ladies out there that aren't even in the profession, but maybe they, they are married to a cop or they're married to a service member and just get an alternative view, um, from somebody that's not necessarily their spouse or significant other or, or son or whatever. Um, it's kind of like, kind of like how you shouldn't teach your significant well not that you shouldn't teach but it's usually more helpful to learn a skill from somebody that's not your significant other because then you just end up fighting (laughs) there's probably a lot more to that um but it can just be different coming from me coming from bobby coming from kyle coming from the guys of valkyrie coming from anybody that is going to be on this podcast or maybe some of the different moods we might be in, um, then, you know, coming from whoever you're dating or talking to or already married to, or, or even if you're trying to understand your, you know, brother or sister that's in, um, or more or less a shitty profession right now. Um, so we're going to work on that. Um, that's kind of the next thing we're going to work on outside of, um, a lot of just basically current events and whoever I can get, um, on the podcast because the schedules have been 
honestly, the schedules have been shit uh, the last month or two. Um, so super short episode, still wanted to get something up for you, uh, throw some half decent information out there. Um, as always, make sure to like, share, review, and subscribe to everything CTG. Um, even if it's on a platform you don't use a lot, if you got it, like it, share it, deal with it. Um, a big one is giving us ratings on whatever uh, podcast platform you use. I always see the Apple ones because that's what I use the most. I don't use Spotify um, or Apple or uh, Podcast Addicts or any of that other stuff. Um, I just haven't used it because the, the Apple was on my phone because I've always had an iPhone and it's just what I use. Um, so I know those will help the most to grow the show and for any uh, possible, you know, sponsorships and funding that we could possibly get in the future. Because, um, I mean, I mean, we would love that to just go to have the ability to go to more places and meet new people. Um, and don't forget to check out our... Shopify website, we can have some stuff drop shipped to you. We'll be getting some, we're shooting for October for kind of the, the fall lines. We'll have more hats, shirts, different designs on there for, for hunting season. So if you liked it, tell me. If you didn't like it, also tell me. Till next time, guys. See ya.